I hear a light buzz. Yeah, so do I. I feel like it might be this mic. No, I think it's mine. I feel like I feel like Kathy Lee's is fun. Stupid fly fuck. Stupid fucking flies, am I right? Keep crawling up my legs and tickling me. I want to smack them. Smack the shit out of them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Oh, yeah. In preparation for us not having internet, I... Had a playlist? Yeah, I got a... Oh. Yeah! This is a organized noise playlist. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Doesn't have all the obvious choices. No Rosa Parks? Damn. No Rosa Parks. Looking up these organized noise produced joints, though I found the one R and B song that it's <laughs> fucking amazing oh, yeah. and like way ahead of its time. Hmm. In terms of lyrics, or well, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start with this one joint featuring Cool that? Breeze. Oh, come here for a minute, pretty. Let me holler at you. Come on, pretty. You look, you look like Celine Dion. Hey, me and the Headland Hustlers up in Charles Disco. We like our partner just jumped the fence up our alto and just walked in the club and didn't even pay. It's back on. He got that look like he ain't did a day. We got to call up Nikki and her freak ass friends. I'm hitting the horn twice. Look for a smoke gray Benz. She got a brother named Southwest, a sister named College Park. Uncle named Decatur, and he was booming after dark. That's right, I'm Dougie Fresh in Calhoun jeans, shirt open. Just left old Nat L, baby nine, still smoking. We putting this hustle down just like this. Peace tree, 10th floor, laying back at the wrist. Every hustler in my clip pack a gang of rubbers, cause we some cool, cool cutters. Cut them freaks like butter. Tanya, <laughs> where she at? You look like Celine Dion, baby. This is actually really good. It's amazing. Wait till the verses. This guy's ahead of his time, man. What year did this come out? 98? Oh, shit. Oh. So hard to find girls back then. Is the second choice. 
She never be the first choice. Come on. Nikki's the first choice. Nikki's obviously. always the first choice. for any car though if you had like a gang of like R&B vocalists like harmonizing behind it like rolling yeah. up in my Toyota yeah. Toyota <laughs> Camry my Camry it made my Camry seem like that's Lil Will Lil Will. I gave her a Lil Will CD and a fucking poster. It's like that, y'all. Oh, man. This guy's wicked. wonder what he's doing up right now. wonder if Lil Will's still up. Lil Will. Oh shit, well It's another little will Like a newer one Oh shit, is this guy from Houston? I have no idea I mean, he was down with Organized Noise and. Do you have a hit called Wanna Be a Baller? I don't think so He never had a hit But like <laughs> 1998 hit. hit Wanna Be a Baller? Yeah, it might be him I mean, this album's 98 Houston rapper Lil Will rapper Lil Will dies in a car accident, 2016. You know, you know, what I kind of find my like I'm proud of actually. So wherever I was last Thursday, they played Whoop There It Is, and I could like now with my knowledge easily identify that as a Bay Area sound. Whereas before I was just like, oh, this beat's just fast. But now you can actually hear like the bay in Whoop, there it is. I thought it was Miami bass. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, that's it, more of a bass sound. That's more yeah. Miami bass. Yeah, yeah. God damn, I messed up again. Like <laughs> this. This is this is bass. It's not it's, like Atlanta also did the bass sound. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, damn. Okay, just so shit. So Bay Area sound. All right, now now I'm gonna have to go and restudy. No, you gotta see what the Bay Area sound. Bay Area's got a lot of sound. Actually, I might have just screwed up Miami bass with Bay Area because it's really to me it's like it's like yin and yang, blue and red. Mm. I feel like Miami bass sound just kind of kept like the early like. I don't know, like Africa Bambata hip hop beats and just went with that. Yeah, it's just, just do, fast do, drum do, machines. Do, yeah. Like 808s. Do, 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 Strictly 808s. Do, 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 some 909s, some 707s. <laughs> so, I don't know what a 909 is. Sounds cool. Just, the machine after the 808. <laughs> they did 808, then they were like, yo, let's kick this up a notch. Let's make a 909. The 901, they don't have as much like tail end in the bass. The 909s, if I. 
I'm talking about this correctly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing that I... Like, the snares are a lot, like, sloppier on a 909. Like, thick. You know what I mean? Mm. They got good short kicks, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought it would But the difference was between the 808 and 909 is that the 808, like, hits like a deep bass, but the bass reverbs a lot longer. Like no, that's like the 808. Yeah, the 808. Okay. Yeah. And the 901 is, like, tight. Like yeah, it's more deep. polished. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they were thinking they were fixing the problems with the 808. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, getting rid of all the tail end yeah, on the bass. Yeah, exactly. Like, all this shit that fucks up the 808 <laughs> that everyone loved. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That was a cool article. I remember you read the same article where the, that guy was... Uh, like they're interviewing some Miami car guy and he was talking about like the music oh, of yeah, the time yeah. and like tuning your car stereos to like the drums of the music and stuff. Yeah, I remember him claiming he was the first guy to tune an 808. So yeah. it was like in key. Oh no, that's true. He was tuning he was tuning the music. Yeah, but like specifically for the way it reacted to a car stereo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Need more rattle in the trunk. <laughs> the engineer was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what the fuck you talking the, about, I take boy. the bus to work. <laughs> shit's tiring, man. Dancing in this? That shit's fucking tiring. Just gotta let yourself go. Yeah, no. I was up north this weekend And like Some songs playing I don't know what But like I'm just dancing Grooving Minding my own business yeah. Whatever Upslides this like Older woman Maybe about Late 30s Early 40s Hey so What's up? Not much Cool So uh You like this song? It's a good song You know Easy to two step to She's like Yeah Clearly drunk So uh you know where I can find some like drugs? Uh, I don't know what kind of drugs you're looking for. I got some weed on me, but uh, you know, I'm not really an expert on finding the other stuff up here. It is a, uh, you know, we are in Trombla, so. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, you want to like kiss me or something? <laughs> uh, what is, you know, give me like thirty minutes. It's not like I don't want to kiss you or anything. It's just like, you know, I don't really want to be, like, sucking face in front of my boys. Just like that. be kind of, you know, a little weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh... Let me convince them I talked you into it. No, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, how about I come find you afterwards? And I'll possibly try and find you some of them drugs that you're looking for. Okay. She says, okay, okay. And then that's how that went? You just never went back, didn't you? I didn't find her drugs, yeah. but I did kiss her. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. So that's not how it ends. No. Yeah. I think you just made that last part up. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> that did happen. That went down exactly like that. And then I freestyled a bit. <laughs> hey, 
Where's that green light? I like how getting high and then kissing you was her first option. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you got any coke? Yeah. You want to kiss me? He's like, wait. What else is in my adrenaline? Yeah. <laughs> how about a big kiss? She wasn't a bad kisser. Yeah. Why didn't it lead to us stabbing in the cabin? Fox, I'm sorry. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm. Mm. A little cut in the butt. No, I don't oh think so. Oh my god, apologize. No? Apologize for that. I apologize. <laughs> well, you had to make him apologize for cutting the butt, but not <laughs> stabbing. No, I apologize. For he that. apologized. Oh, he okay. apologized. No, okay. Yeah, I think you probably need to apologize. You, by the way, to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I needed just, to. It was like a, you know. But I needed to say it too. So yeah. I want to see what it was like to be on that power end. Like, wait, you just asked me to kiss you? Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, let me make you wait for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. them girl, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, she definitely was not expecting that answer. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> let me hold on. How'd she look? Not bad. Yeah? Yeah. I actually, I was in trombone one time for my friend's bachelor party. And a, a woman came up and started hitting on me about the same age, kind of same situation. And I found out that she worked with my mom. Oh, sucky sucky. She immediately, immediately asked me to not tell anyone <laughs> what she just did. Listen here, you little whippersnapper. You ain't going to tell nobody about this, see? Worked with her? Worked with her, yeah. yeah. And thought she was an incredibly inspirational person in her life. No, like she had like heart to hearts with her about her kids. So much that she had to put her tongue down her son's mouth. No, we didn't make out. Oh, we found out that. Oh, so it was like forbidden. That what? Like, no, well, I found out that like, we started talking. Like, I was attached at the time as well. So, but uh, we, yeah, we came to that conclusion. You should have gone through it. Yeah. You want to see some inspiration? Mm-hmm. So let me show you what she taught me. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> I take Hold that on. back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little dipital. <laughs> Serendipitous. Nah, more of a dipital. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say dipitous. Dipitous. <laughs> yeah, dipitous. Dippity-doo. That's it. We're going to talk about the differences between serendipity and Oedipus. I think it'll be a short conversation, I think. Dipitous. We'll explain it to a killer. What? Serendipitous just means that, you know, like, everything fell together. Like, oh, how, what a good coincidence this is. Like, everything pulled together at the last time. Like, that was serendipitous. Oedipus. Oedipus means you want to fuck your mom. Oh, <laughs> so, that's weird. So that's serendipitous. <laughs> There's a word for that. Yeah. There shouldn't even be a word for that. I feel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's the opposite too. There's uh, the Electra complex, which is a daughter who wants to fuck her pops. Nah, but again, I feel like that. What a so not much even... cooler name. Electra. Electra. It was a man that thought of that name. Some twisted man. We're gonna name this. We're gonna name this fucking this sick affliction something really cool. What would you name the daughter you want to fuck? Electra. 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 Makes you look differently at Electra now. Yeah, that's that's probably where it comes from. I'm not entirely. I mean, it's probably just Greek. Still weird. Um. Yeah. 
Why is that even a thing? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's a story. How's it even gone so far so they, they've actually came up with scientific terms for it? You know what well, I mean? Well, it's not scientific. They're just stories. Okay. Like, there's a Greek story about this dude named Oedipus. Who wanted to bang his mom so he killed his dad or something? No, shit? he was. Well, I mean, he did kill his dad and bang his mom, but he had no idea it was his mom Ugh. and his pops. Mm. Ah. Which leads to the Oedipus complex, or like it's like a thing like in, in uh, psychology. Oh. Like sometimes the motives behind certain oh. things will be attributed to really like you Is trying it? to fuck your mom when you're not really actually trying to fuck your mom, but. Fuck your pops. Yeah, fuck that guy though. It's like those girls that you see like running around with the wrong man. Yeah. And you think this girl's just trying to fuck her pops. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also just like I think a metaphor, kind of like you are trying to beat your father. You know what I mean? You're trying to like it's a, like a competition. Mm-hmm. You're trying to win against your father. You're trying to like. Please your mother You know what I mean mm. Like the woman you want Ends up being someone Who's kind of like your mother mm-hmm. Cause yeah At the end of the day That's what you wanna yeah. Accomplish out of I think it's just Fucking animal alpha shit Like eventually You have to kill The fucking alpha lion mm-hmm. Kill him dead Yeah Who offered you the mic I wasn't even a mic. It was just like we were outside smoking a joint. And like this kid rolls up, French kid who's part of the joint smoking, and mentioned how he's rapping. So I was like, okay. I gave him a beatbox. He starts freestyling. It's not necessarily great, but I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, all right, let me stun on him a bit. So I stunned. Ooh. And then, yeah. It was cool. That's how you make friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the future, when that guy's like a cop or an owner of a company, he's going to see me and remember and be like, hey, I freestyled with you in the. <laughs> In yeah. the parking lot of the caribou. My name's Etienne. <laughs> oh, this is under. Oh, really? I didn't know this is organized noise. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Big old ass. First clue is sleepy. Anytime sleepy's on it, right? Fucking. Such a crappy, ludicrous album, too. This fucking, like, I learned a lot from this song. The fact that he uses the exact same rhyme scheme on every, or, like, the flow on yeah. every verse, the same, I was like, that's fucking amazing. Because the rappers don't do that shit. That's like, he understands that the flow is a melody. Yeah. It's like the verse melody is the verse flow. He uses it on every fucking verse. I think Ludacris might be my favorite short guy of all time. Ooh, that's good. What the what? How do you feel? Ludacris, one of the best flows ever. Would you put him top five flow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, speaking of which, my uh, my brother had a kid this weekend. Congratulations. Yeah. What? Yeah, he had his kid. Guess what he named his kid? This is the coolest shit of all time. Jackson. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Jono. Jono Jackson, huh? 
Yeah, John. Jackson Fisherman. That's my fake name. I'm with it. Jackson Fitzsimons. Oh my, that's that's so close to Jackson Fisherman. <laughs> it's really close. <laughs> that's really fucking close. Yeah, Jackson Jonathan Fitzsimons, my nephew. How about that? Yeah, I know. First right? nephew. First nephew. I'm gonna be cool, Uncle Jay. Welcome to the club. Yeah, you got a nephew. I got like nephews, two nieces, and nieces. My nephew started high school today. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Shit. That's some shit. Did you give him any high school advice? Nah. I'll wait till he, uh, wait till I see him at Christmas and then I'll kind of break it down for him. Uh-huh. What advice would you wish you have gotten on the first day of high school? Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, shit. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Did you have a, <laughs> did your no. mouth get you in trouble? No, no, no. I'll just be like, just, you know, observe, more or less to just kind of observe your surroundings. Don't really say anything unless you need to. Mm-hmm. Especially like that for, sounds like some horrible advice. Keep your mouth shut, man. Just don't say nothing. <laughs> it's not prison. It is prison. It's high school. Yeah, well, that's in this day and age, like I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, you're it, the advice you could give, which is the problem with advice for such a specific thing, is you can only give it as far as your experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. True, true, but, true. Or like if you're giving it to your kid, I mean. You could broaden it past your own experience. If you had some bullshit high school experience. Well, what would you? Don't wear those white jeans. Don't wear those white jeans. See, that's what I mean. I would never tell my kid that. <laughs> Yo, man, maybe you should rethink wearing those white jeans. It's the first day, dude. First day? Oh, first day. I had them planned out. I knew what I was wearing. I knew what I was wearing three weeks before the school day, the first day. He's got a uniform, so I think he'd be all right. <laughs> In the white jeans department, it'd be cool. He's straight. Unless the, the uniform is white jeans, leather tank top. Oh, man. He's in a private school? I think so. Semi-private? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he's in Toronto, so. In that case, I tell him. Yo, wear that tie as a headband. <laughs> yeah. Semi-private means only the only white people allowed in are with money. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's regular private, too. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's yeah. regular private. Mama told me I was best. Argue and punch in the chest. Son, I'll be strong. Let me take you home. I can't wait till he starts, like, disrespecting my sister. <laughs> getting what, his, teenage kid? Yeah. yeah. Starts getting his lip on. What? Cannot wait. It'll be great. Fuck you, mom. Nah, he won't pull that kind of shit because that will get him an oops upside his head. But like... Yeah, your sister don't play. Nah. But like, it would just be kind of, you know, just to hear her bitch about it because out of the two of us, Keela gave like my mom's hell, so it's going to be fun. Like, ha Now you know what it's like, girl. Casey's off shooting Egyptian music video. Where at? Tarana. How does he just this mother craziness? Well, that's some wild shit. Yeah, it truly is. Egyptian. He's like a man of all trades, like, you know, gets to go and then it's all right. I saw him this weekend in the back of a, a cabin, like a like a cabin in the middle of Quebec, just looking up at the stars, just watching 
Shooting stars. Okay. Insane. That's a spaceship that just took off into light speed. You saw it, right? Oh, shit. Thing is, though, I saw it. <laughs> this is what Casey told you. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, he's looking. He's like, look at that. That side. It was pretty crazy. He sees things we don't, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. For sure. He sees shit we don't. I don't think he sees spaceships. No, <laughs> not spaceships. The song's sad. Curtis Mayfield recorded this song and this whole album, which was produced by Organized Noise, in his hospital bed. Oh, is this he, album? Yeah, he had to record line by line because he couldn't sing longer than that. Isn't that crazy? That's Lauren Hill on top of it. I didn't know this existed until this afternoon. And he managed to record an album like this? One line per line? Yeah. Yeesh. Fucking sad. It's a sad album. Man. The fuck did a multi track for that look like? Eesh. Yeah, insane. Eesh. Insane. <laughs> no weed allowed in that session. Definitely a whole bunch of weed allowed wow. in that session. In a hospital? <laughs> okay. Do the lovers. It's not dedicated to any lovers. Fuck the lovers. What, what do you got against the lovers? I don't know, fuck them. No, I'm kidding. Lovers make a mess. So, <laughs> I'm visiting my boy up north. He's about to have a baby in November. I was summoned because I haven't seen his uh, girlfriend, baby moms, in about three years. We were all close, whatever. So we're going around St. Javit, and to all his, like, friends, I guess he's trying to be funny, but he's just like, he'll make, like, jokes to her, like, ah, you know, she's only around because I knocked her up, or, like, you know, this is Jen, da-da-da-da-da, she's like, oh, you're having a baby, he's like, yeah, yeah, I knocked her up, and, like, so he's continuously going with the knocked up joke, and I understand his direction of funny, but I'm clearly seeing that it's not working with other people, it's kind of awkward, but he enjoys awkwardness. Every time he drops a line, though, you kind of see it on his, like, his girl's face. Like, kind of, she's just like, huh. Yeah, like, that's the real problem. Like, sadness overcomes, and I can't, and I don't really want to, like, step into his, like, his business and be like, hey, man, you shouldn't be making jokes like that, you know? So I toss him another one. I'm just like, instead of saying you knocked her up, just being like, you shot up the club. <laughs> and he enjoyed it better. And so did she. <laughs> yeah. Shot up the club. Yeah. He, like, he shot up the club. Until the, like the 300th time of that. Yeah. yeah until she'll, be, and she'll be tired of that one. Yeah. Too. I mean, at least it'll be something new so she doesn't like kill him in his sleep. Oh, shit. It's Tuesday today. I made. Oh, man. There's this Christian church group that comes by the community center. Yeah, yeah. To help out. And, uh,. This one guy, he's from Missouri, and he just moved to Montreal with his family. Wow. And so he's been inviting me to these church groups to come and, like, he's like, Jay, you're a musician. You should come check out the music of these church groups. They're, they're rad, man. They always try to suck you in somewhere, huh? And I've declined. And then finally yesterday, or, like, a couple of days ago, he was like, man, I just really want to see the city. So I'm going to, like, go for lunch with him tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've been avoiding this. It's just one thing. Like, I'm okay, I'm gonna do it once. Or that. Yeah, yeah. Those like good deeds that you know it's upon you to do that you don't want to do. I just I don't want to get that pressure of like the yep. trying to him trying to sell me on religion. Yeah. Yeah. How do I avoid that? 
dodge it every time he tries to go to that conversation. Switch the subject. Well, I mean, there's two different kinds of... He might be one of those religious people that love just having intellectual sparring about religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think so. I've never met... <laughs> I haven't really met any of those people. It's more non-religious people that like to have that intellectual discourse. Hmm. No, it's just you just rarely find a smart religious person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danak. That's what it's called. The Indian movie. Danak. D H A N A K. Danak. The Knack. Knack and that. Danak. What a blind Indian boy. He's had me in tears a couple of times. It's fucking, this guy's amazing. This kid's like a, kid's a star. What time's our guest getting here? Uh, should be around seven. So what what can you tell me about what's her name? Miriam Khan. Miriam. Miriam Khan. Yeah. Miriam. 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 She's a bubbly person. She's nice. I don't know. Uh, uh yeah? Yeah. She does what? Stand up? What she, else does she do? That's she's a host and she's an aspiring comedian. And uh She's a host. Host. She's a host. Host. She's a host. Oh yeah, she's a host. That she's a host. And she, yeah, she's a quite a bubbly character. I've actually encountered her a couple times on other radio shows. So yeah. All right. Cool. Should I bring a good conversation? Ah. Today. This evening or whatever. Yeah. I got you. You should come check out the music. Yeah, it makes you feel like one with God. Nope, don't try that. Nope. <laughs> you bring music Shut into this. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah, man. No, some Jehovah's came by the house today. Oh, yeah. I was uh, just doing laundry, whatever. And uh, in the garage with my dad, just, you know, whatever. And then <laughs> this car rolls up. Here comes this, like, white dude with this, like, black woman. They're like, hello, Mr. Roberts. And I was like, oh, oh, oh no. And I got up and I walked away. Oh, no, shit. I'm just not dealing with it. And I don't understand it about Jehovah's Witnesses, like, especially if they come back to the same house. You know I'm not going to convert the 80th time, so why am I going to convert on 81? It ain't happening. Like, you can give me your magazine, you can spread your word, but hey, check it out. I believe in God, too, so just leave me alone. Well, I think <laughs> the way they see it is that they're trying to save you. Cool. So, like, you never stop trying to save someone. <laughs> Go save people in Don La Rue. <laughs> or, like, in people in St. Henry and shit. Don't come and save me. I got a house. That's what I'm thinking for my dad. Like, he's got a spot. He's in the West. He's all right. He's clearly not, like, out here doing some sort of blasphemous or, like, sinful stuff. Yeah, you know? Know. What are you saving? Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> Go save the crackhead. <laughs> If if you're not a believer, do you go to heaven and shit? Is that like what's the deal with that? I don't know. What do they feel about that? I shit? have no idea what their degrees of their like believing in sinfulness and whatnot is. But I figured if you just tell them, listen, we both believe in the same stuff. Not really, but you believe in God. I have an idea or connection with God. 
So let's just agree that whatever happens, happens. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. I'm going to go this path. You're going to go the annoying path of going door-to-door. I don't want to do that, so just don't come back to my house. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's annoying. That annoying. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, shit. I found the top 10 Miriam Khan profiles on LinkedIn. Perfect. Jesus. Which one is she? We'll find out. In the top 10? I'm guessing she's third. The Corazor. All right. We'll find out. See if she's in the mix of the top 10. We'll check back on that later, Tom. <laughs> yeah. It would be annoying if, like, your validation by going door to door is saving people. Because, I mean, you can knock on 90 doors, you save one person. That's like a, that's a good week, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. The, uh, like, the, it's hard. the take home is, like, just very few and far between. But I'm sure they don't find it annoying. Yeah. I want to know how they live. No, I mean, it's annoying to be on the other end. Oh. It's like, yo, you're not saving me. So <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. Move on. Worst part is that, like, they got a nicer car than me, and I want to know how that's possible. If you're going around saving all day, how are you driving, like, a, you know, 2015 Toyota? Maybe that's what happens when you're saved. You get better cars. <laughs> and suits. <laughs> that's what they should lead with. It's like, do you know what you could get <laughs> if you get saved? We got all this. But they come to, like, the community, man. They come to Little Burgundy. Like, there's a lot of people knocking on doors. A lot of vans with, like, old white guys in beards just circling around the block, like, in suits. Standing at, like, the corner of Saint-Jacques and Vinay. Just waiting. It's kind of predatory. A little bit. Yeah. And going to, like, poorer communities. Just hanging out. We had our all-time biggest podcast day yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Top of the pops. Yo, sick. Nice. What did it peak at? Well, I'm not going to give the numbers out to the people. but Give the numbers out! Kidding. But Kidding. let's say it was around 178,000. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. That's pretty nuts. Beat our previous high of, I don't know, I think, like 103,000. Okay. So, like, a good fucking, like, five digits, you know what I mean? Not bad. Not bad at all. Five figures? 103,006. Say what? 103,006 figures. 103,006. 10,000 before. Your math is, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's the difference you're saying? No, I'm saying digits. It's oh, like, digits, it's yeah. Like six <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Figure. good point. <laughs> a lot of digits. <laughs> a whole lot of old. I think it's a pyramid scam, and these people get a couple grand for every person they save. Nah, they wouldn't be rolling around in. It's only the guys at the top that make the money, the religion. <laughs> True. Yeah. The big bosses. Well, that's what's fu- like fucked up about like the whole sales picture of like no one higher than God, no one higher than 
you know, we all praying to the same person, and then you have to get like the the preacher riding around in the Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Madness. It's really weird. All the flies are gone. It's like as if they died. I'm telling you, man. Once you just they disperse, they get out of here. They're like uh, nothing going. <laughs> Jam done. Yeah. <laughs> no more gar- garbage for mm-hmm. me to stick my little fly face in. <laughs> Just land on Jay's neck. Yeah, hate flies. Cuddle up. I don't mind flies, but I hate the impression it gives when you walk in and there's like mad flies flying around. It's like, oh, this these motherfuckers are nasty. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> they're clearly nasty as shit. Yeah, but it's like, no, they they fly in the door, man. <laughs> this is like a rest area for flies. That's it. Yeah, we're in a high, a high highly traffic fly zone. Yeah, it's just around here. It's just like the flies that see this spot on the map and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. You could call it oh a fly God. society. Is this free? Mm. Is that a pokey stop? <laughs> hey, is that still going on? Yeah. No. By the time this is released, <laughs> yeah. is it going to be the deadest thing of all time? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be. Because uh, I don't hear shit. I don't hear anything anymore. No, me neither. I don't <laughs> oh, see anything. Man. That's so crazy. I, I, I forgot about it. As, yeah, as I know. Yeah, Until like, I said Pokey Stop, I forgot about it. I don't see it. Even when you said it, I was like, oh, man, that's so like. <laughs> seven a, weeks ago. I reference, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I reference. Oh, it. my God. And that was like literally like fucking last week. Jesus Christ, these fucking nerds, man. <laughs> oh, man. You think a Lincoln would be a little more pious? Yeah, no. No. No? Mm-mm. Maybe just a low-grade Chevy? Low-grade Chevy. I could do it. But from the cool years. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Chevy truck. Yeah, but from the cool years. You know, like, yeah. a, like a 72. Yeah. Is that more pious? Yeah. But it's probably, probably costs a nice chunk of change to get a cool car like that nowadays no it gotta be a, a second hand roll around in a second hand car oh they're all second hand yeah yeah okay well something like not from a cool you'd like you know what I mean like a run of the mill second hand car with like if it's a truck you put a tarp in the back and some like tools some equipment that just like oh, yeah, yeah. believe that you you know this isn't your real job you're a working man you got other stuff mm-hmm this truck is not just for transportation. This is has it's a utility vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And you don't you don't knock on the door. You don't ring the doorbell. You just wait outside in the front. And when they open the door, you go, "Hey, would you like to go like to talk about God while I trim your hedges?" <laughs> yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. Exactly. Or like you're if you're driving around in your truck, you just like kind of let someone merge. In front of you, you wave them through like, "Hey, go ahead." Yeah, yeah. but then you follow them. You follow them, you <laughs> catch up with them at the stoplight, and you roll down your window. It's like, "Hey, you want to talk about God?" Just for like fifteen seconds. Yeah, just right now, just real quick. God's the best. <laughs> See you later. Have a great yeah. day. He's great. He is what made me let you go in front of me. Yeah. So think about that. I'm they'll, going left here. They'll probably flip you off and then just peel off. Yeah. Weirdo Is that Indian? I don't know I haven't well, yeah, okay. well, These girls are not uh, I'm not going to make that assumption Oh Okay Good call <laughs> You know Yeah I did on the On the con I just I bet Yeah 
Oh yeah, it's gotta be. That's gotta be an Indian name. Or Mongolian. Or Mongolian. <laughs> was it Genghis Thanks, Khan? Bill Nye. Genghis Khan was Mongolian. Yeah, yeah. He was a Mongolian gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was Mongolian. Yeah, he was super Mongolian. Maybe she's Mongolian. She could be. Maybe I'm Mongolian. <laughs> Perhaps you might be. Doubtful. <laughs> I don't have the bone structure. Mm-hmm. You don't have the uh the powerful gate. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> the gate. Yeah, the gate. <laughs> you can see a Mongolian by the way they walk. <laughs> it's real spread apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine walking down a runway and do the opposite of that. <laughs> Man, sometimes I just like to sit back and just look at the ocean. I haven't done that in a while. I was supposed to do that this morning. Forgot. Well, here's your chance. Yeah. I might still do it tonight. Go down by the lake. Ugh. I said the ocean. Oh. Sorry, ocean lake snob. Well, I got to tell you, as a black person, yeah, you shouldn't like lakes. Why not? Because we're not into lakes. We're not? No, no. We had a meeting. Where the fuck have you been? We're going to Lake Bell. I don't know anything Lake about Bell? Yeah. Yeah, we dig Lake Bell. All right. What's wrong with lakes? What do you mean? Look, if you want the fucking the notes from the meeting, the meeting notes, you're going to have to go to Darnell. Darnell? I hate <laughs> Darnell. He's a dick. <laughs> do you know what it's like talking to him? He's all breathy. <laughs> he doesn't breathe through his nose. He's like mouth breather. It's always on you. Fuck Darnell, man. Yeah, yeah. God. Shit, man. He's got the notes, though. True. He's got the notes. He's a studious type. And he doesn't like me because Keisha has a crush on me, and that's just none of my business. Wow. It's just like you guys are talking about Black Degrassi. (laughs) (laughs) Black Degrassi. That's why I stopped going to the meetings, man. (laughs) You talk about homeroom, where you talk about not to go near the lake. Yeah, yeah. Did you you ever used to do that to people? Like, people used to assume that because you're black and from an area, you would know this person. Be like, oh, you're from the West Island. Do you know, like, Jermaine? Yeah. Did you ever do like? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't see him in the meeting last week. Like, did you ever pull that <laughs> joke on people? Because I've done that, and let me tell you, it is great. The reaction you get sometimes. He's like, oh no, sorry, he wasn't at the meeting last week, you know. But uh, I'll tell him you say hi. And then I thought of the whole theory of if there was like an actual black meeting that we'd attend or something. Yeah, every, yeah. By like weekly, like the water buffalo thing in the Flintstones and shit. Mm-hmm. Like we'd have hats and shit. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Ugh. But then again, I wouldn't go. And then I would have to get the notes from fucking Darnell. Yeah, exactly. Fucking mouth-breeding Darnell. He tries hard. <laughs> Too hard. Cares about the issues. Him and that dashiki. <laughs> Fuck Darnell. <laughs> <laughs> My you, brothers, we you, must unite against the white man. That's Darnell all the time. That's the mouth-breather. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds very eloquent. He is an eloquent mouth breather. <laughs> when you're done with the meeting, he takes the notes and sticks them up his dashiki. That's how he carries up them home. Up his dashiki. <laughs> yeah, from the bottom, just throws them up there and they disappear. Mm-hmm. 
There's only one one way, <laughs> one way into it. That dashiki. What's up? That's up, baby. Oh shit! I I looked up the best Hindi jokes. Hold up. This bitch on time. Which I guess we'll take a pause. <laughs> 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 oh, jokes. Man, one of the first things that endeared me to North Carolina when I moved down there is that no one asked if I was Indian. Was there any Indian people? There was no Indians. Oh, so it wasn't in their frame of reference. <laughs> they wouldn't ask. <laughs> I was like, fucking they asked, you were Mexican? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they most certainly did. You Mexican boy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it really is waves in the background. Yep. Giving that oceany vibe. Yeah. I used to walk into like the living room and like my house I had when I was a kid. Yeah. My dad used to be lying on the couch okay. in the dark listening to this on tape. Jeez. Yeah, Waves. that's normal. Waves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's very relaxing. On the other side of the tape was whale sounds. I think you've told me this. It was Because I love whales. I don't know. I found, like, yeah, it's a memory that's, like, I'm reminded of it, like, once a year. How, like, how did it make you feel catching them in this vulnerable position? I still don't see it as vulnerable. No? No. No? He's just carrying out tradition. (laughs) (laughs) And for the next generation, he's like making everyone listen to Waves now. (laughs) No, this was my choice. Actually, that's your contribution to the world. That way. Just having people listen to Waves. I would accept that. (laughs) Yeah. If I went down and that was the only thing I did, I'm with (laughs) that. That's a big one. (laughs) That would be a really good idea. I wonder how you would mix that. Would you put the waves like in the foreground and then the rain in the background, or would it be like rain and then you could hear the waves in the background? Well, you need stronger waves because during a storm, you would start off with the the storm stronger. Oh shit! Yeah, but in the ocean, you don't hear waves. You don't hear rain. I don't think you hear waves either. Can you go deeper in the ocean? In the ocean. Oh yeah, in the ocean. Yeah, that's that's a fine distinction though. That is. I'm picturing it from my hammock. As I'm getting soaked. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still laying there. I love the sound. <laughs> I love the sound. But it is relaxing. It takes away some of like the white noise, I guess, from the conversation. It does. At first I was like, oh, this is going to be so annoying. But I don't want to say anything to be rude. So I'm just telling you now. But now I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to let you like, tone it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Yeah, you'll get kind of sucked in and you won't even notice. <laughs> I think it's happening now. Eventually. So Kill made like a kind of introduction. Yeah. When you came in. Oh, yeah. What was my introduction? Um, you're an um, uh, aspiring comedian. Yes. Host. Right. Overall uh, personality and bubbly character. Okay. I think we could just call you comedian, right? Yes. Aspiring comedian sounds a little... Like, I know. Sounds I mean, a little amateurish. Well, no. I mean, I'm Akela, not getting paid for it. Are you an aspiring for. producer? Hell yes, I am. 
aspiring comedian makes it sound like you're not funny yet. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're Damn. working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, that's not funny. Well, then here you could just prove me wrong. and uh, I don't know. I'm not going to like just like spit out jokes. What <laughs> so the wait, hell is that? You do stand up then? Yes, I do. Yeah? yeah. Like for how long you've been doing it? Doing it for about like three years. Three years. Oh, yeah, shit. but in Montreal. I take back that aspiring then. Thank you. Sorry. I know. I'm not going to look at you for the rest of the interview. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to look at my that. waves and I'm going to imagine raindrops falling on me. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend, like a friend that came to record by the studio that we got kind of got to know while like him as a rapper. Mm. But he's also a comedian. What's his name? Uh, we'll blank it out anyways. Uh, I don't know him. But he did, like, all the rooms, all, like, the open mic rooms in the city. So was he a comedian for a long time? Or was he like, let me just try? Just try. Mm. Exactly. So That's an aspiring comedian. That is. Akil. <laughs> but I, I went with him to some of these rooms. So, like, yeah. like, there's something, like, every night, like, you could go and kind of do, right? <clears throat> Pretty much. But you have to book in advance. Okay. And I haven't been booking anything lately. I feel so <laughs> useless right now. No, um, you can Comedy works, comedy nest, and then there's a lot of like independent bars and cafes that you can do some comedy. Have you played Yellow Door? Yes, I have. That's a weird room. Yeah. But weird rooms are good rooms. Like, I like rooms where nobody laughs at you because that's what makes you stronger. That seems like there's a lot of that going on at Yellow Door. Exactly. It's like 10 people. Yeah, and you're in some weird it- basement, and you're like, what's going on? You're like, this is so weird. <laughs> so Why yeah. am I here? So I, I want to slip my wrist. <laughs> and then you get up, and then you're like, it's not so bad. Cool. So your set went well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it went all right. But I, you know what? I actually went to New York for two weeks to try comedy there. And I was like, if I'm serious about this and if this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. I took vacation time. I went there for two weeks on my own. And the rooms are a lot more disturbing than the rooms here. What are they like? like They're in... Compared? smaller rooms like this and the audience members are only comedian waiting to go up and they've laughed and heard everything so they don't laugh at anything you say Damn. and even if you get like a uh, huh, <laughs> that's like a standing ovation <laughs> in a regular room so if you make that like the point is that if you can make them laugh then like if you translate that to a normal audience then you're going to be super hilarious and it just builds character like it's like okay deal with people just staring at you and not laughing and just judging you like, you get really good that way, I guess. That's what they say. There's Listen. the, like, the mythology of the fucking, you're supposed to bomb for, like, five years or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it, I don't think it makes you a better writer. Yeah, because it makes you think deeper and then, like, you think you're shit and you're like, oh, why am I doing this? And you just become more confident on stage because you give less and less and less of a fuck because you're like, all right, well... This crowd's going to suck anyways. And then a breakthrough happened, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> is no, that, I mean, is I it the same way in music? Right. Yeah. Well, I've been in the situations where we've only performed in front of a bunch of rappers. Like, yeah. Like, like a room, like a small room. And like the only people watching you are like other groups that are about to go up. And <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of which one I'd like better. If it was a room full of comedians or a room full of fucking rappers. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Comedians are so evil. They'll probably be <laughs> judging you and like make fun of you. Like. Yeah, but I think the, like, when you're with the rappers, I don't think you get better from it. You know what I mean? No. Like, you don't leave with anything. (laughs) Except for the stomachache. 
Hey, like, how big is the local scene? Like, the regulars? I think there's about maybe, like, 20. 20? Yeah, yeah not many. Because it's like, uh, Montreal is weird because it's half French, half English. So... The English scene doesn't get as much shine as the French scene. Like, apparently in the French scene, for open mics, you have to wait, like, three months to get a spot. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know much about the French comedy scene. Not at all. Nothing. I know. Do you go watch anything? No. I'm like, ugh. I feel like they're so behind. They're like, so that Chinese man and uh, that dirty Arab, eh? Um, and they're like, the crowd's loving it. And I'm like, this is the most offensive shit I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah. That's what I imagined it was like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they have no idea. They're like, so the chink the other day. I'm like, what? what? That's nuts. But, um, I mean, they're making money, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess you go to Toronto, you end up in, like, the Canadian comedy scene. Yeah, the English comedy scene. Yeah. And it's like everyone from Canada goes there. Oh, and then a- you get then you get a chance to be on CBC. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, what's the last big Canadian That's, stand-up so, comedian? I don't know. Jim big- Carrey? <laughs> no, there's what's a lot of good... Can- no, honestly, there's a lot of great ca- Canadian comedians. There's last a lot big, of Last big ones. stand-up from Canada. Yeah, who? Who? The biggest stand-up comedian. Who's that small guy. Is it, is it Jerry D? <laughs> What's his name? Who? Exactly. Exactly. I think the last one's gonna be Miriam Khan. Oh, oh no. shit! Oh, Who's shit. the name of that small little guy? That like Kevin Hart? No, the Canadian guy that I see on every like every like comedy show. I don't know. Fuck, what's Trevor. Do you know this guy's name? He's like a little tall. He's been like he's like a relic in the co- like Canadian comedy scene. No, he's uh, small, with a Martin tiny short. guy, and he's got like a, a maritime accent. What? Martin Short? No. Yeah. <laughs> Boomer Willis? No. You get on your phone and hold you on Google, a second. One second. This is worth out. it. This is worth it. I feel like I proved the point though. No one, no one could think of anybody. No. No, but no. There's a lot of. Actually, there's a lot of really great... In Toronto, especially, there's a lot of really great comedians. But, yeah, it's really... Comedy is a really hard venue to, like, get some shine. A lot of people become writers. To be actual stand-up, yeah, it's tricky. Comedian I know is actually taking a jump and moving to L.A., like, in two weeks. Who? Yeah, yeah, he is moving to New uh, L.A. He's jumping. That's the guy that you said wanted you to move in with him? Yeah. Oh, you should have told me that, man. Yeah, How do you know? It's like a hard no. Is it a, bl- is it a black thing? App, well, it's, <laughs> yes, I'm, no. I'm, being, I'm choosing a French comedian. Uh, Andrew Here's Su- your chance to make the meeting joke. The meeting joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your meeting joke. Your meeting joke. Uh, <laughs> shit, I could have made the meeting yeah. joke. I missed <laughs> it, damn. Uh, no, we uh, know each other from uh, school and stuff. Oh, okay. Bit, so we're and kind stuff. Of- Myself, uh, part of the uh, popular black men West Island chapter. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, my yeah. God. But none of you are popular? No, not really. <laughs> well, we were popular in our own eyes. That's why the group was created by us. Self-esteem issue is not a problem with you. Nope. Not you're like, sure. we're the champions. And you're like, of what? <laughs> Isn't that what you guys used to sing? You guys All the time. <laughs> while, while high-fiving. With the champions. <laughs> yeah. I saw his first shows at John Abbott. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing his he last. Was, they, that was, they were awful. His Abbott shows were bad. <laughs> they were though. They were really bad. It was all impressions, right? Yeah, but he did. Who? Like the lung- 
He did. He only did impressions. At the beginning, straight yeah. impressions. He doesn't still do the, all those. No, he okay. has like he a did whole a, bit now. A Twenty-minute like bit of that was like a movie trailer. Yes, where he I weaseled that. all his impressions into the like coming soon, like this February, like and then he would weasel like. Yeah, he did the movie yeah, yeah. But as many like, impressions as possible. <laughs> in twenty <laughs> minutes, that was the longest, yeah. longest movie trailer ever. Oh damn! Yeah. But I guess he's pretty good now. I saw he was... He yo, had a solo show at a Comedy Works. So you know what it was called? What? Oh, it's a Papa Shakala. Papa Shakala. Yeah. He's doing what? that again. Whoa, what it was, was it called? C'est moi Papa Shakala. Papa, Papa, Papa Shakala. Yeah, c'est moi. Papa Shakala. Yeah? Daddy Chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I chocolate got it. Daddy. I got it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like saying Chocolate Daddy. And wasn't the poster him with a bunch of white girls around him? Hell yeah. How any person should have it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's yeah, he used to call himself like the Oreo comedian. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. I wasn't I feeling like that, that too much. <laughs> I was like, all right. Wait till <laughs> listens to this. Yeah, I'm hoping it's <laughs> quietly edited or not. You know, <laughs> just you know. But this is the funniest part. Okay, no, I'm gonna stop. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm telling you, we should have him on. What gossiping we'll about people. We should is have the best him on thing. before he goes out. Yeah, well, I'll pass. You'll pass on it? I'll pass if that's okay. That's it. Oh. That's all you. That's all you. Yeah, another he, personal. He didn't like that. That's no. your veto. That's there, your veto for this. There these. was Oreo. Papa Chocolat. Papa Chocolat. What, what part was it? The C'est moi, Papa Chocolat, the impressions, or Oreo? No, I mean, it's an or amalgamation all. of everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> He's got the, yeah, anyways. Do you ever play on your ethnicity in your act? Uh, some, well, yeah, sometimes because, like, everyone I've ever met always asks me where I'm from. So I feel like the audience are thinking that. So I'll just address it right away. And then I try to move on. But, yeah, sometimes I'll bring it into it. I, tr- I like, don't want it to be cheesy. That's the only thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't want that to be, like, the thing I do talk about. Margaret the- Cho. You don't hmm? want to be Margaret Cho? Uh, Margaret Cho doesn't talk about her uh, ethnicity. Oh, yeah, yeah she makes impressions about her mom all the yeah, time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the paychecks are like just do Pakistani accents, I'm like done. But no, I won't do that. I don't know. Um, can can you do? Can can you do one? Not like yeah, right obviously. Now, but I mean, like, are you able to do? <laughs> he's one like, no, it's like itching. That's right like, look, this is, that's this all he's been asking. He's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Kill's actually pretty brave on this. Kill will do a lot of. He does his West Indian accent all the time. Yeah, just yeah, I do. I do accents all the time. I'm just not, you know, but I'm not a comedian, so I could just. Go no, ahead you and, can do it. Yeah, don't be intimidated. Just do it. I just won't do it now. Just do it. Yeah, kill. Just do it. Just do it. Do I'm okay. It. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. Nice it gets coming. awkward with people you don't really know. You know, to be like, just do the accent, and then they're just gonna stare at you arms folded and be like mm, no <laughs> not authentic yeah my joke about Pakistanis are like uh, uh, just in case you guys are wondering my parents are Pakistani which shocks most people cause uh, I don't smell like one <laughs> that's my opener <laughs> I, like I do it every time I get up there because I find it so ridiculous. <laughs> that in itself, but that it's so idea funny. is ridiculous. It yeah. just makes me laugh. I don't. It's like for nobody else. I just do that for me. You're like, yep. <laughs> yep. I would laugh. I would laugh at that. I would have laughed out loud yeah. at that one. Like, yeah, people normally they're like, oh. Is this rain? 
Yeah, this is rain. Yeah, of course. This is rain on leaves. Yeah, I was just about to say, it sounds like it's on le- like thick green leaves. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about green. <laughs> the thickness. <laughs> no, I think it's thick. They don't sound like light, you know, no, lightweight leaves that just fall down. No, you're making a good point here. Listen. You sound uh, like you have experience in this. I'm an observer. Okay, that's what I do. Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah, you got to observe these be, things. Yeah. You observe with the, like, you have a keen sense of hearing <laughs> yeah, for an observer. Well, Usually, like that would be. I'm getting really into the sound. What can I say? Are the listeners going to be able to hear the sound as well? Oh, amazing! That would be hilarious if it was just for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's all I talk about. I'm like, guys, this sound is out of control. (laughs) It's just for like people to just calm them down. I know. Oh yeah. Relax. Do you guys have a lot of listeners? 173,000 million. Ooh, that's what I thought. We actually just got a letter yesterday. We are the most popular podcast in the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're sending out the bean to the satellites. We're praying we'll be the most popular in the universe, but there's no telling. Listen, the rest of the cosmic universe does not care about planet Earth. Ooh. Now we're going to get some nerdy. Here we go. <laughs> I thought this was a minus 300 point <laughs> nerdy mean, podcast. No, space nerdy. We could go, we go yeah, space, we go space nerdy. nerdy. We love of space. course. Yeah, we could go space nerdy for sure. Yeah, I don't think the rest of the cosmic universe gives a shit about planet Earth. They're like, these humans don't know how to get their acts together. When will they just kill them all? I think even that is too much. I don't think they like even talk about us. They even know it. They don't know we exist. Hey, what's over there? Oh, we don't go over there. We'll just leave over there alone. They're like, they're not happy, those people. They hate on each other for the dumbest things. The dumbest reasons. I'm okay with the idea of someone just like nuking us all. It's like, <laughs> I'm not. Um... I am. It's like they haven't learned, they're never going to learn. Just get rid of all of them. Just make sure I'm not here when that nuke happens. Like, you know. Whatever. You might know. become like a, a cosmic infinite star. And you might be way happier. Or I might just be dust. And I might be not happy at yeah. all. Yeah, dust. No you could be really happy as dust. If you're like going through the universe and you're just like gliding by. It's a very peaceful feeling. If you're unself-aware dust. If you're self-aware dust, sure. If you're just dust. You might be self-aware dust. Then you don't dust. know you're dusting. Yeah, I kill needs consciousness. I need conscience dust. I can't be just out. I want to be a conscious cloud. I want to be a cloud All that fluffy. purposely rains on people's parades, like literally. <laughs> want to rain on? Bro, leaves. you are. I'll go around <laughs> find parades. And- <laughs> I want to be. I want to rain just on thick leaves. <laughs> uh, With like that. a background sign of wa- sound of waves. I'll be the happiest w- raindrop ever. Cloud raindrop. I yeah. Don't know. Imagine you just become a clown. That would be amazing. You say clown or cloud? Cloud. cloud. Okay. Would you be a clown? No, but I am a clown. I think as a stand-up comedian, you should you should take clown class. Yeah. Like it's very important. I learn how to don't. juggle. Maybe if I wanted a career in just pourrir. In just what? Just pourrir. I'm just for less. Oh. But the French side. Um, you don't really like that, Just Pirilla, huh? No, I don't care about them. 
Just for no, laughs. No, they're in they're great. They're just... no. I like Just for Laughs. No, oh my god, I had a, such a blast at Just for Laughs. That's true. You did Just for Laughs, right? I yeah. didn't do Just for Laughs, but I like was there <laughs> <laughs> by association. Did you go to any after parties? Yeah. I've never been to any after parties. Yeah. Those are the after parties that I wanted to check Yeah, out. apparently they're really good. Yeah, but this year sucked hard. Yeah? Why? Yeah, last year was so much better. Because this year, I don't know, it just like, I felt way more corporate and it felt like, I don't know, it just had the corporate vibe and I was like, ugh, what get out of here. What was wrong about last year? Like, what was, the, what was the good part about last year? Last year was great because last year it felt more like everyone was super approachable. Okay. And so... It had that awesome feeling, and this year it was kind of like, I'm important, don't talk to me, don't look at me, and it's like, I'm sorry, nobody outside this comedy community knows you. Do you rub any elbows with like cool comedians and stuff, or see um, some people? Last year I did, but this year, not so much. I didn't care about anyone. <laughs> I was like, screw you all. I was a more bitter Betty this year. Bitter Betty. Yeah, I was a negative Nancy. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> a Django daddy. I don't know what the hell that means. Django daddy. I don't know what that means. Don't know what that means, but I'm Me taking either. it. I, <laughs> I just... Next uh, Yeah. Django. <laughs> Let's not... Papa Django. Django. Papa Django? C'est moi Papa Django. <laughs> you already finished second season? No, no. Oh. I lost interest. Ooh. What? Yeah, yeah. Get out of my face. Do you watch House of Cards? No. No. Do you watch Big Brother? Oh my god. <laughs> Who's freaking out over Big Brother? No. <laughs> no. Right. Big Brother is real Big life. Brother? Yeah, Big okay, Brother amazing. is real life. Cool, I want to talk about this. Okay. Because I don't, I don't watch it, but... But you like know I, there are people that are obsessed with Big Brother. I have a thing where I wonder what moves people to be on this show. Like, why would you want to be on this fucking show? Because you can get half a million dollars at the end of it. And you get that little shot at fame, man. No, there's no fame. fame. But the thing is, is that you get half a million dollars. Yeah, well, one. That's a lot of money. After taxes, though. After taxes, they probably get like 250. But still, for being on a show where you're isolated from the world for like three months. You also act like a shitty person for a bit of it, too, though. Yeah, but but you know what? But you know what? As an observer that I am. That we already discussed. We know we've established. We've established that. Big Brother is real life. (laughs) Okay. No, it is. Because everyone is like always... Because you got to play some like dirty moves where you got to lie to people to get what you want. You have to lie. You have to deceive. It makes you like turn against your best friend in the house. And then at the end of it, whenever the person finds out their friend like deceived them, they're like, how could you do that? They're like, look, it's just the game. Have you ever met Rick Mercer? No. No, you guys haven't been in the same circle? Ever. No. Okay. I don't care about Rick Mercer. Uh, what? what? You're hating on Rick Mercer? I know. I shouldn't. What if I get a job with Rick Mercer? It's a Canadian institution. I right know. There. It's a Canadian icon. Who's the short comedian? Ron. I don't. I can't even find him. His name is Ron oh, something. Oh, Ron Paul. No, no, no Ron. I know. Ron, you know what I'm I know who you're talking about, though. The I don't know. Guy. The little guy. The little guy. Ron. He wears, like, suspenders. <laughs> no, no, no. What? Like, I don't know. Ron. This uh, is too Canadian for me. It's a guy in Ratatouille? No? Oh, no, man. His name's Ron. The worst. I know who you're talking about. I want to play like a Ron. (laughs) That should be in the background. No, I'm going to play you this guy. I'm going to put you onto the best Canadian comedian of all time. No, there's a lot. 
There's a lot no, of great. I don't know his last name. Ron. Uh... There's a lot of great <laughs> comedian artists. Oh, is he the fat guy? He's, yeah, he's kind of fat. He's not that fat. He was in an American show. Willie Anderson or something like that. He's like super fat. <laughs> he's like super. Ron James. Ron James. All I did, I put Ron. Canadian. C-A-N. And it popped up. Ron Canadian. Can I see Canadian the picture? Comedian. Yeah. Who is that guy? You don't know Ron James? Wait, hold on. Pass me the Oh, yeah, I know this guy. From PEI. Oh, yeah, he looks really familiar. Yeah, 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 this guy. Yeah, yeah. I, where did, he's tiny? Yeah, he's super tiny. You can tell he's tiny. Look at him. Yeah. It looks like you put him in your pocket. He's probably in Kids in the Hall. Maybe. No, he was never in Kids in the Hall. No, he was definitely never not. <laughs> yeah, those guys were funny. They were really funny. <laughs> uh, some of them were funny. Kevin McDonald is funny. Norm McDonald is Canadian. Yeah. He's like He's hilarious. He's the best. He's he's so sarcastic. And he also says things in so such a serious way, but it's like so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> did you watch him on Saturday Night Live? I mean, I don't remember back then, but I'm sure I did. Okay. How old are you? I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Oh yeah, so you're our age. Yeah, don't make me conscious about it. <laughs> so you don't remember so you're faking it? Because I remember watching Saturday Live back then. No, I do. Um, I remember watching, like, back in Adam Sandler enough. and Chris Rock years. That was, like, and David Spade. And, yeah. Oh, my God. What was David Spade's best friend? Chris Farley. Yeah. He was hilarious. You yeah. think they were actually best friends? For sure. Yeah, For sure. I do. I, I like really the, do. I, like I, the, really I actually do. I do. Because like David Spade there. really could not talk about Chris Farley. You know what yeah. I mean? It was, like, really upsetting. Mm-hmm. I think they were really tight. Yeah. Hey, who do you think is the, like, the, well, what, what term did we use? From that era of Saturday Night Live, who is the one who is the best, basically? Who, oh, yeah, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Without a Chris. doubt. Oh, shit. Oh, he was hilarious. I had Norm McDonald. But McDonald's. he was insane. You had, who did you have? You had yeah, Phil Norm, Hartman. You know what? Norm McDonald now... Because, like, I was too dumb to understand what he was talking about back then. Right. I was, like, 12. So, obviously, Chris Farley's going to be hilarious to me. <laughs> right? Yeah. All that action comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now, I'd probably be, like, if I were to look back at those years, yeah, for sure, like, Norm. I've been thinking about turning into a fat comedian. <laughs> I want to become an acceptable fat comedian. <laughs> Just a fat human being. I would love that. What do you mean acceptable? It's always acceptable. No, it's not acceptable. What do you mean? Stop well, beating around the bush. Like fat people are acceptable. Oh, <laughs> so basically, you no. don't you don't accept it. No, I do. I envy it. Oh well. <laughs> I'm kind of chunky, so it's okay. <laughs> I love no one said anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope. Everyone's like, well, we're not touching that subject. Yeah, nope. yeah. Let that one go by. Yep. Whatever. I don't care. I called that one on myself. Oh my god, you guys have a kitchen here? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you guys you want cook us here? to whip something up? 
please. Like a penne? Just make yourself useful. <laughs> make yourself useful and surprise me. Penne. Yeah? Well, I don't. I don't know what we got. Oh, what we got? <laughs> yeah, what do we got in there? I don't I have no idea. I don't know. I know we got some quail eggs in the fridge. Quail eggs? Yeah, I don't know if you're into that kind no. of shit. No. Tiger I pot. like that processed mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe whip out some, like a oh. pomegranate something. What? You know what I mean? To put where's, on where's this going? I don't know. I like pomegranate. Just naming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, naming stuff that's in the fridge. That's it. <laughs> Cigarettes before we finish up. Yeah, let's get yeah. that break on. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Break take down. a little break here. Run break. Okay. Yeah, pull yourself out of the uh, zone. Oh, uh, it'll feel different. 